Today is April the 25th, 2023, on a Tuesday at 11.30 at night. And today's podcast is talking about SWV and Escape. And a month ago, because it's, like I said, it's April the 25th, a month ago was a six-part series that was uh, brought to us by Bravo uh, TV on the internet and the reason why SWV and uh, Escape got together for the six part series because a year ago uh, they did a versus concert I guess you could say it was a versus concert and uh, you know it was Escape's hit songs versus SWV hit songs. And I guess because uh, the event went so well, Mona Scott Young, who is a, uh, a TV executive, and she is the creator of Love and Hip Hop, well, she came up with the idea of putting a six-part series together, which they did, like I said, on Bravo. And... I think everybody thought it was going to be about the music, which it was. That was kind of like the backdrop. But the real action of the six-part series was, happened between uh, Tamika and Tasha Scott, who are sisters and no related to Mona Scott Young. But um, these two sisters had it out. And Tamika claimed that Tasha stole $30,000 from her through sound exchange. And the backdrop on that is Tiny's mom, Miss Diane, I think that's her name, signed all the ladies uh, of Escape to sound exchange years ago. And sound exchange is a free... uh, free website that any artist uh, can sign up to for free. And they do digital um, uh, they do digital well, well they, they, they monitor uh, the sales of recording artists. And so uh, they send out checks uh, for back pay and Ms. Diane signed all the Ladies of Escape. Well, Tiny's mom, Miss Diane, asked Tamika, has she been getting her checks? And to Tamika's surprise, she didn't know what Miss Diane was talking about. And she didn't know that Miss Diane signed her up too. So what happened was Miss Diane signed Tamika uh, up, and uh, Tamika was living in New York. But I have a feeling when Tasha started getting checks too, what happened was Tasha supposedly, allegedly, uh, sent paperwork in to sign exchange saying that uh, Tasha was Tamika's manager, which they are sisters, of course. And Tasha and her husband had Tamika's checks going from New York to Atlanta, where uh, Tasha and her husband Rocky lives with their mother, which is crazy to me. And so when Tamika confronted Tasha, 
she didn't know she act like she didn't know what was going on and that's but yet and still Tamika showed paperwork a couple of weeks ago how she was defrauded by not only her sister but her brother-in-law too and I have to ask Tasha has been a problem for the escape group for a long time, and I didn't notice until this uh, six-part series or uh, reality TV series that uh, I keep asking myself, why is Tasha and her husband Rocky and their child living at their mama's house? Because it would seem like to me that Tasha, just like Tamika, just like uh Candy and just like Tiny have all make money. And on this series, it show all of them living in nice houses, driving nice cars. What is going on with Tasha and her husband that they have to live at their, at, at Tasha and Tamika's mama house? Something ain't right with that. And I wonder, are they bad managers of money? Because on this series of uh, the Queens of R&B with uh, Escape and SWV, Tasha got an entourage of people. I mean, I'm thinking, do you think you Beyonce or Whitney Houston, the late great Whitney Houston, or, or Diana Ross or somebody? I mean, why do you need all those people? And then my thing is this, on top of that, how are you paying for it? Because... Uh, the ladies of Escape are still traveling and doing shows all across this country. And uh, Tasha, for whatever reason, is not a part of it. Even though she did have a gospel album come out on April the 7th, uh, 2023. But um, I think it's really, really strange. And to go back to living with her mother, I thought when I first heard that she was living with her mother. I'm thinking her mother is sick or she's in failing health or she's not doing well. But on the uh, reality show of the Queens of R&B, her mom looked great. She's doing great. So I, I kept asking myself, why is she living at home with her mama, with her husband and her child? That's a backstory to that. Hopefully one day that'll come out because that don't sound right to me. And then... Uh, doing the show, it's it's uh it's allegedly that Tasha's husband Rocky has been taking kickbacks, and a kickback is when somebody is getting paid under table to promise something. Uh, what? No, no. I'm gonna just tell you the facts. Rocky posted had gotten escape to do some shows for a promoter. And the promoter paid him the first first installment of $10,000. I guess with the arrest of the $20,000 coming later after the uh, uh, the ladies have escaped do these particular shows. And so somehow the ladies found out and uh, Tamika uh Tiny and Candy approached Tasha in a meeting and show her emails and a bank statement 
wish they didn't show on TV the bank statement, but they did show the emails where Rocky and the promoter had been going back and forth. And then Rocky implicated Tasha because in the emails it said that uh, uh, I told my wife I got the $10,000. And so that means that she knew what he was doing all along. And so instead of her going to the ladies and, or, and saying, hey, this is what's going on. My husband did this. This is not about me. She, She's sitting there being uh, dragged under the bus with her husband, and she don't realize it makes her look bad as well. And so I was like, oh, my God. And all during this episode, I keep looking at Tasha, and she looks like she's being manipulated and controlled. And I call Rocky the, um, what you call, uh, that person who pulls the strings. Uh, I can't think of it now, but it seemed like he has something over her. And if she ever gets out of line, that he's going to expose her for something that she did. Because it doesn't, whatever he says or does, she just go along with it. And then when you confront her about something, she act like she don't know what you're talking about. And so, Brock is the master manipulator on this show. And I just don't like his vibe at all. I mean, at all. And then one of the things that um, I didn't know as well is that uh, Tamika in 2007 did an interview with Hot 97 where she just dragged Candy under the bus. And then in 2015 on TV One documentary of Unsung, she did the same thing. But in the Hot uh, Hot 97 interview in 2007, she was pissed off, I guess, because uh, she claims that Candy broke up the group and that she was sleeping with Jermaine Dupree and his daddy, Michael Molden. And uh, now, now Candy even admitted, I think, on The Breakfast Club with Angela Yee that, yeah, she did have a sexual relationship with Jermaine Dupree, but not his father. And so finally, you know, uh, several years ago during a concert, uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, Tamika apologized to Candy in public. Now, what I read on the internet was she not only apologized in public, she did do it first uh, in private. But then uh, there's a YouTube video out where uh, Tamika apologized to Candy in public for ripping her apart in that interview. And she was doing it all because she was trying to. Uh, 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 cover her sister Tasha and trying and, and like Tamika said she was trying to uh, keep her family together or trying to get love from her family and that's a 
sticky situation too when you have to please your family but you gotta lie and manipulate and tell lies on other people and so to me that's always been a strange relationship between Tamika and, and, and Tasha because and I think no offense to their mom but I think their mom have a lot to do with it because in the episode of the Queens of R&B with uh, SWV and uh, Escape, Tasha, Tasha and Tamika's mom claims that uh, Tamika is jealous of Tasha. And I'm thinking if a mother feels like that about her daughter, you got problems. And I think in the most serious way, their mom is part of the problem because you know what I have a sister and my mother has always taught me and my sister to love one another and look out for one another and and um be there for one another and I think when you have a mother who says out loud that you jealous of your own sister you're gonna it's, and then and then my thing is this Tasha really believes that and so instead of her saying you know what this is my sister I love my sister we gonna work whatever issues we want and Tamika been saying that that she wants to uh, be on be in be be on one accord and have a sisterly bond with her sister but I think the mother is part of the problem I really 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 believe the mother is part of the problem but we're going to move on. And then, uh, like I said, I don't trust Rocky. And then Rocky claims. But let me take a backdrop to that, too. Rocky did an interview with Tasha K. And he was on there saying that Tamika, his sister-in-law, sent him new pictures. I can't believe that. And then... He's, he said a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. But what we did find out is that Tasha K uh, confronted Rocky and asked him was he cheating on his wife. And he went all the wrong. He went. He, he didn't answer her. He gave her uh, the runaround. And what we found out later, he was cheating on his wife. Because Tasha K interviewed one of his mistresses. And then uh, she drew, she interviewed another one. And so uh, not long after that, Tasha, which is Rocky's wife, went on, uh, I guess, YouTube and said they had an open marriage. And now look, y'all. I don't believe they have an open marriage. I think Rocky has an open marriage. Because if you see Rocky like I have seen him, if Tasha ever had an affair and she was sleeping with somebody else like Rocky is doing, Rocky would have a fucking fit. So Rocky is in an open relationship and he wants to see other people. But believe me, Tasha can't do that or all hell going to break loose on her. And Tasha... I mean, not Tasha, but Tamika has already said that ever since Rocky and her sister Tasha got together, Tasha has changed. And it's evident when you look at the uh, this reality show, The Queens of R&B, that whatever he says and does, 
nine times out of ten, she does it, or she, uh, or she turns the other way. She looks the other way, no matter what's going on, and she act like she always don't know what's happening, which is, which I have forever, which I will always say that he must got something on her, because that don't make sense to me. That really don't make sense to me, but. We'll we'll see about that too, and then um, we can't leave out SWV because they are part of this six part series on Bravo, and I love them. Now the episodes uh, of them show them being happy and together, and their family is doing well, and you know uh, Coco's son was on uh, Jay Michael, and uh, he I don't know if he had dropped out of school or he was just. because it, it was the summertime of last year that they filmed this documentary in 2022, and so he was saying he didn't want to go back to school, but Coco, of course, wanted him to go back cause, go back to school because she dropped out when she was in high school, and so she definitely wanted her son to go back to school. And so on the SWB part, I didn't know uh, uh, that was a whole story behind them because you gotta remember uh, SWV and uh, Escape came out in the early 90s and so we didn't hear all of this stuff that we see now on the reality shows like uh, because I'm a SWV fan I went back and watched their first uh, reality show called SWV Reunited and on there uh, Lily said she was molested by her uncle's wife. And then uh, when the group broke up, she was practically homeless living in a hotel with $200 to her name. And she was uh, comp- uh, contem- contemplating suicide. Then Taj, I didn't realize, and I didn't even know that by the time she was 14, both of her parents had died of cancer. So she had to work and scratch and fight for her life. And she was taking care of all her family. And then Coco uh, doing uh, the SWV reunited. I found out that her mother was in a relationship with a man. Uh, Coco had known basically her whole life, and then up one day, and he just left left Coco and her mother, and went and married somebody else. And uh, Coco revealed in the therapy session that they had. The SWV had on uh, SWV reunited that her mother was contemplating suicide and killing her too, so because she didn't want to leave Coco by herself. So it was I didn't know all of that. And then in 2017, Coco revealed that um, she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and so she's on medication and she seems to be doing great. She looks great, and. Uh, they had conflicts among themselves, even though you didn't see it in uh, the Queens of R&B with SWV and Escape. But they had conflicts back then where uh, in that reunion, you saw, you well, no, Kenny Ortiz. 
uh, came into the picture because they wanted to do another project. And Corey Taylor, who was their manager at the time, brought Kenny Ortiz back into their lives because Kenny Ortiz was a part of SWE's first record in the beginning of the second. And um, when Coco and Taj left to go get something to eat, well, Kenny Ortiz revealed to Lily that he smashed uh, Taj. They was they was having a sexual relationship back in the day, and when uh, when the ladies went back to see therapist, Lily demanded that Taj tell Coco what was going on, and so. It was a big blow up, and I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't know Kenny Ortiz from anybody. But what was happening was Tosh was sleeping with him and telling him stuff what Lily and Coco was doing out on the road. And so Kenny Ortiz manipulated that situation and was telling Coco that she wasn't going to be anything without him and that, uh, you got to do what I say. And it was a controlling spirit. That's all it was. And he manipulated her, just like he manipulated the whole group. And I kept thinking to myself that probably whether she liked to admit it or not, I think he used her to get information on the group because he knew that Tasha was 20 years old at the time, young and impressionable, and she was looking for companionship because she said that uh, they was having issues, they were arguing back and forth, and Kenny was the only one who listened to her. Well, when you tell people your stuff, what they do is they come back and, and hang and, and, and use it to manipulate you, and that's what he did, and believe me, it was a straight mess on SWB. Uh, reunited. So if you ever get a chance to go back and look at it, go back and look at it. It's really, really good. But they will argue a lot. They had issues. They had internal issues as well as they uh, they had external issues where people were telling them stuff. And the worst thing could happen in a group is when you have outside forces attaching themselves to individuals and telling them stuff. And not and, and my thing is that people gonna always tell you stuff. But when you turn around and believe it and then you bring it back to the group and you don't uh talk about it and say, hey, this person said this and let's watch this. Because a lot of their issues uh with SWV reunited should have been fixed a long time ago. And here they are some what, 15, 16 at that time, 15, 16 years later, and they haven't resolved that one issue. And so seeing them on SWV and Escape, the Queen of R&B, was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And the biggest problem, and the, and the greatest thing I, I, I can't say about SWV and Escape is that even with all they fussing and fighting and uh, disagreements, they all are still together, and, and I am so happy because they are better together. And 
I'm happy for SWV. I'm happy for Escape. Even, even all the his dysfunction everywhere, and still to this day, you know, after thirty years, after thirty years of being in the game, of course you're gonna disagree. They all are different people coming, coming, coming into the game with different life experiences. So everybody's not gonna be the same. You're gonna uh, win some things. You're gonna lose some things. You're gonna agree on some things. You're not gonna agree, but long as you we everybody has a clear understanding that's all that matters and so you know what i wish it's the v well i wish escape well and i think one of the biggest uh storylines of course at the very end was who was headlining and i didn't get that really because to me they both are headliners and it was a big discussion on what song was gonna go last was it weak by swv or understanding by escape and of course swv uh i mean escape um sung the last song and then at the end they came back and uh sung one of the clocks songs i think is my living in vain and then i didn't realize during intermission that ti performed uh at that concert last year and so you know what it was i wish i could have been at the concert hopefully one day uh, they have the whole concert on uh on YouTube, I think I saw it the other day and I put it on my YouTube page. But I'm going to try to go back and look at it and find it. But you know what? I wish the ladies well. I am so happy for all of them. They look great. They sound great. And like I said, I just wish them well. i see you when I see you.